Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Barry podcast. As always, my name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Barry, and I'm here with my co-host, Pete. Say hello, Pete. Hey, you might know me from the internet. So, no, well, no, you wouldn't. Be well, you're not on social media, so. But I'm on it. I'm 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 often found browsing the internet. Are you uh, on Wikipedia? I I go on it often go to look it. things up. I go. I like to enjoy a little. Yeah, a little fact checking. I like to. Oh, is that really the right thing? And then, yeah. It's good. You're that guy who goes on and like changes celebrities like high school nicknames to like something yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Right. Um, or like that other guy, the one person who's contributed, what is it, like 70% of all yeah. of Wikipedia is <laughs> like one individual. Yeah, that's not me either. I just browse and I go into different uh, rabbit holes. So that guy's a hero. That guy's a hero. We should Man, all praise him. He is a hero, and he's the hero we want our kids to grow up to be. I mean, he look, he's is changing he? the world, right? Like, no one's checking if he's correct. Like, how many kids do you think go on Wikipedia and read some entry, have no idea who this Joe right. Schmo is who entered it, and just believe it? Hook, line, yeah. and say, probably all of them these days. Kids are dumb. Yeah, kids and me, we're all dumb. Because I certainly don't fact check Wikipedia. I just take it as truth. Yeah, me too. You know what? Because yeah. it's faster that way. Exactly. Let's be honest. So we are back. Um, it is... The end of June, amazingly. Um, I can't believe that. Um, we both have vacations lined up where we're yep. both taking our families to the beach. Um, together, we, just so everybody's come. aware, we are obviously going to be podcasting together. Like they say, the you beach. podcast together, you vacation together. And you merge your families. That's how the, that's how Mormonism started. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sort um, of an early version of podcasting, and then it became what it is today. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Smith and the podcast legend. So right. when we get back, maybe we'll talk about how horrible it was um, to take our kids, our young kids, to the beach. Although you have a slightly older daughter who I'm sure, I don't know, what does she do? Like put on headphones and like read books? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish. Well, that's one of the things we're going to get into tonight because we're talking about – Things we wish our kids did and that we're jealous of of when Things we see we're another kids. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. Like you're gonna go on vacation, I'm gonna go on vacation, and while we're at the beach or whatever, we're gonna look around, we're gonna see other families, whether we're on the beach or like getting something to eat somewhere or at right. a bar, and we're gonna be like, Look how amazing those kids are. Oh my god, look. Did that kid just polite. did that kid just listen to their parents and actually sort of do the thing that they were asking, the very simple tasks that their that their parents were asking. Wow, what a what a what a wonder that must be to be in that family. It and is. then after a little like cajoling, you're like, no, I still can't be in your family. I want to be in your family. Give me your yeah, family. And then it turns into Cape Fear and you yeah, get arrested. I want your family. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're gonna, we're gonna be talking a little bit about jealousy. And as we get older, as you said, as the kids get older, it's um so when they're younger, it's very much like who hit what milestone first and that kind of thing, right. um, which I think can be fairly toxic, especially since that stuff moves so fast. And by the time the kid is 10 years old, how quickly he started walking, you know, compared to your neighbor doesn't matter. Um, but as you get older kids, suddenly you start to realize, all right, like my kid's a reader. Yeah, or my kid still my isn't kid. walking and he's yeah. just the laziest. It's not for any disability other than the laziest human being in the world. And hey, I, I don't mind that. As long as he lets me push him in the stroller, sometimes <laughs> that's easier. If you're going somewhere with your kid, if they like, I bet my uh, kid's yeah. going to be at, at 10 poke. years old. I keep him in the stroller. You can hang your bags on it. You can put drinks in there and stuff. You get your hands free. Kid we recently carry your kid. We recently went to uh, Coney Island and I was uh, asking my wife, I was like, hey, we should 
we should bring the stroller. And she yeah. looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I looked at her, what are you talking about? And it went really well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, no, so that we have a place to put our stuff. Cause that's the one thing I kind of do miss about strollers, which that's... is just, you just had a base. You had like a, a family base and you could yeah. put that thing anywhere. And the nastier the stroller, the better the base. Because you just crush up a bunch of like goldfish, you oh, get some God, stains on it. Nobody Cars. wants it. What, what, what are we gonna have someone digging through that? Trust me, no one's We've going near. We've had the same. Um, we have two strollers. We have like a heavy duty one. We've had the same one since our first kid was born that the hammer still uses. And then we have the umbrella one. And let me tell you, the umbrella one is just like very you know quick and dirty stuff. But the problem is, if the kid is in that and you have bags hung on it, and then the kid gets up, everything tips over. So oh, if you have yeah. any kind of like open drinks or anything like that. That always that's always a huge pain in the ass. Um, I never yeah. was a fan of a heavy stroller. I like the light. And by the way, the difference between a McLaren and uh, what was up a baby? Oh my god! Mm. Fuck out of here, up a baby! My god, dude! Well, you know what? You got the big bucks. You get the McLaren. You know? Yeah, of course. I don't even know the names. Way of higher. And first of all, well, because you can actually push it straight. The the up a baby would the wheels would lock like the way the yeah, wheels yeah, would yeah. like well, when you, need you go the one wheel in the front that swivels and stuff. I don't. You know, need, to, I don't. You're that. wrong about this. We should have an argument offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's you know what? Let's save this argument for when we're not recording just so we can really get into it. I can't pretend I'm having a good time during this argument because it just makes me so angry. So um so yeah, we're we're gonna be talking about the stuff that we see other kids and other parents dealing with and maybe they have better kids than ours, which is just in my case, every almost every kid is probably a little well. Better this is this is what we're trying we're talking about. Like, are uh, you know, it's that moment where you, you know you take your kid to little league or to soccer or something, and all of a sudden there's like your kid, and then there's the other kid. It's like, where the hell did you learn how to do that? Yeah, and it's just like an innately, inherently good. Oh, this is his first time playing. Really. Really? And then you look at, yeah, you look at your son and your son's like not like playing with a peanut wrapper on the floor. And you're like, dude, lift the ball, like kick the ball, like show these guys. And like, no, not into it. And you're obviously you're mortified. But what you end up doing is just slowly taking it out on them over the course of a very long period of time. So it all works out. So, yeah, so my kid was usually the kid who was swirling around in the uh, outfield and like doing pirouettes. And then every once in a while, some like six-year-old gets up there and they have like an amazing stance and they're knocking the ball <laughs> into the outfield in the other park. It's incredible and very, very depressing when you realize that's my fault because I was in band and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, if clarinets were cool, man, you'd be the Miles Davis of clarinets. Well, it is pretty cool. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of from my childhood. And I don't need to be denigrated. Oh. Instead, we're going to denigrate our own kids okay, as we compare them God. to other kids who are better than us. And we'll be back uh, in, in, right after this to talk about that. All right. Let the denigration begin. <laughs> Listen or to throw a strike, or <laughs> to, to read a book 
or to talk respectfully to their elders or their parents, right? This is all stuff that I dream of, that I yeah. dream of. And when we go on vacation, as we said, suddenly you're around a lot of different families that maybe you don't know um, that are strangers to you, and you see their kids behaving wonderfully and, yeah. and accomplishing things you could only dream yours would accomplish. Exactly. It's just, mother, may I please go to, you know, just awesome. And yeah. Amish families, it's amazing. So, yeah. When, when you first raised the, the topic of this, um, I was like, do you mean like being jealous of things other parents have? Um, and you're like, no, no, kids. But I, 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 I did put out the question about jealousy in general. And we did a whole episode on this. But every response, almost every single response I got in relating to what other parents have that, that my, our listeners want is uh, free babysitting, like family nearby to help the village, right? Whether it's yeah. family, uh, close friends, community, people to help carry the load, people that you can leave your kids with so you can go away. We did an entire episode on how frustrated it makes us that we don't have those things and right. seeing other people have that. So this weekend, I was in Connecticut visiting my parents. Um, it's only We've only done it a few times since uh, since the whole COVID thing began. So it was nice to be back. We used their pool. Um, my brother and his sister came over with their kids and they live the town next door to my parents. And they're over using the pool all the time, hanging around, chilling. My kids, they don't- Your brother and his grandma. sister? Brother What's and, going on? Brother and my sister-in-law. I don't sorry, understand this family at all. <laughs> it's strange. Just Look, it's all weird. the pool. Yeah, We're okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But so she, my sister-in-law, has like five sisters of her own, and mm. her parents are younger, and they're constantly giving their kids to them to like go out for dinner or do the movies or sisters coming over and babysitting and just like the free babysitting stuff. I took, when we had Mother's Day, me and Mom and Barry went into Manhattan, and because we don't take the subway because of COVID, we had to pay for the Uber, pay for the babysitter, oh, yeah. pay for the dinner. It was like $8,000. It's unbelievable. If I had, if my mom wasn't so selfish and like moved here to Brooklyn, yeah, I just, just ditch my kids on her all the time. Yeah, just suck it up. Just move to Brooklyn for God's sakes and just, yeah, come on, man. But I think what's happening is my mom sees my kids and then also sees my brother's kids and like, she prefers my brother's kids, right? She's like, look what they oh, got. Oh, really? Nah, look, I'm saying I'm jealous of how well-behaved my brother's kids are sometimes. Ah, but he has, okay. he has two girls. We have two boys. It's a different, it's a different right. thing. You have boys and yes, girls. Yes, yeah, yeah. Is your kid, I know the youngest, the... the yeah, my boy. Two breakfasts? <laughs> yeah, two breakfasts, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is, he's, he's definitely got boy energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we have, although we have a pretty kind of robust family dynamic in terms of the, the girls are not shrink. There's, we don't have any shrinking violets. Everyone has mm-hmm. a very strong opinion about who needs to be doing what at exactly what time <laughs> and how they should be doing it. And they just will feel free to like impose that on whoever else mm-hmm. is around. With each other, or they impose With, that on you and your wife? Uh, all of it. Check all of the above. Yeah. So, but my so my son is, um, you know, I think he's actually generally like a very like nice person. Like he will he he yeah he's just like a nice boy. But he's got just that boy energy, and he's like a Great Dane type puppy. So he'll like run and the way his the volume at which he talks yeah. is um is so loud like <laughs> like we we went over to my brother who also lives in connecticut and my brother was like you know it, dude 
you, you, it's okay. I can hear you I'm outside. Like, no inside like voice, use yeah. your indoor voice outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and I told <laughs> my brother, like, we don't have it indoor, but he doesn't have it indoor. It's just one volume. So well, that's one thing we did. I didn't hear that in the responses. It wasn't like, I wish my kids were quiet. Um, oh. like I've seen, cause I don't know that anybody's kids are quiet. Right. So nobody looks at other people's kids. is like, Look how quiet those kids are. Or do they? Do you get jealous of kids? I, I've never even, I don't think I've ever witnessed a quiet child. Well, I, well, funny you say that. So I went uh, camping not too long ago, a few weekends ago, uh, with some of the dads, my dad friends and our uh, their kids. Not me. Not me, though. No, no. It was uh, obviously we super vetted list. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just basically, um, one of the, this, one of the dads was, uh, had, the first time he had, he had taken his daughter camping and she was she's young she's like uh, i think 3 and i i've never seen anything like it she sat in a chair and just was like as happy as could be to just mm-hmm. be kind of listening Meanwhile, my kids are like, no, screw you, <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> yeah. just raising hell, just yeah. kind of like put the stick down. No, no, put the tree down. Like, OK, come on, you know, just constantly, you know, into no good or up to no good and just um, uh, didn't require too much. I was like, you know, just go bloody in the woods somewhere. Um, but this little girl was just sat and she was so happy to just say, oh, would you like some food? Oh, sure. Here's a just let me just eat everything that's in front of me. And uh, here you go. Thank you. You know, just it was so amazing. I've never seen anything. like. I've never seen any other kid actually do that. That was the first time I've seen that. I think that's an important distinction here. Right. So what we don't necessarily want to do tonight is talk about the ways we like compare our kids to other kids, because every parent does that. And every parent tries not to do that because it's bad for you. And, you know, comparison is a thief of joy, whether it's about yourself or your kids. But what we're saying here is that when we see these other kids with these traits that our kids don't have, we're like in awe, right? Right. Oh my God, look at that kid. How did they get their kid to turn out that way? What did I do wrong? Kind of thing. So a few years ago, I went on a cruise and this is apples and oranges because my kids were like five and two or seven and two at the time. And the, there's a, I was friendly with somebody we met there. I had known them as an acquaintance and they had like their 14 year old daughter. And she was like the most respectful, well-spoken, which is, I guess it's not weird for a 14 year old to be well-spoken, but you know, it's just kind and intelligent and like interesting to talk with her. And she was right. good with my kids. And meanwhile, my kids are, you know, Tasmanian devils wreaking havoc, like up at the buffet, making messes of all the ice cream and all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, how do I make that happen? And now right. three years later, I realized, I'm incapable of making that happen <laughs> because my kids have only gotten worse, and it's my fault. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting. My my middle daughter just graduated from uh, middle school. Congratulations to all the graduates. Yes, congrats, all the graduates. Your daughter graduated and is going into middle school, like my son. They graduated elementary school and are. Yeah, uh, sorry, I miss. Yeah, exactly. I, I, they graduated fifth grade and going to sixth, going to middle school. And um, so her, uh, my daughter's actually best friend or one of her best friends. Uh, I didn't know this. I guess she's the valedictorian of middle school. I'm like, <laughs> OK, what, how did that happen? Right. Like, I have like no idea. And what was so interesting about it is that this is not like her friend is very uh I, I kind of want to say strange. She's just very strange. Like she, like there is like, it's like the phantom black of emotion. Like you will, I'll try and like make like jokes or, you know, most kids you can kind of like 
play around with like ah how's it going or whatever and there's some reaction nothing like we'll look through your soul and you're like okay well, okay was well, it maybe because your jokes are terrible yeah I yeah. yeah it's so weird <laughs> so everyone seems like they're vant and black next to me yeah, so what's doing what's the problem here yeah i don't know so she all of a sudden she's up there and she delivers this speech that i was like oh my god yeah. God, like, what the hell? I've never, I was like, the. It, it was well thought out. It was, you know, but it was perfectly from a fifth grader's perspective. You know, it was strange, you know, and just really well thought out. Well, it, it had an arc. There was like oh. themes to it. It kind of, there were callbacks. It was like so well done. I couldn't believe it. So and this it, was at, this was at. Your, at my daughter's graduation. So I'm sitting which, there with my arm. Daughter? Is this the older daughter? No, middle, middle. Okay. So I'm sitting there with my arm around my my daughter, and I just was totally blown away. And I realized I was just slowly digging my nails into my shoulder, yeah, shaking right. my head, looking at my daughter, going, so I had the look same at that. Thing. I had the same thing. So my son, who was graduating from fifth grade, you know, matriculating through to middle school, um, there were a couple of speakers at his thing. And I don't think it was... It may have been valedictorian, like grade based. I don't think they, so. By the way, they don't they don't ask randos to speak. Just, no. <laughs> just it turns out it just it, it don't yeah, ask random teachers, people. But teachers can notice like who's good at speaking or who wouldn't be uncomfortable. Not necessarily yeah. based on GPA, but who knows? Maybe it is. Um, and yeah, it was like astonishing because regardless of like the level of intelligence or being able to speak well, like my kids, my 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 um, ten year old is pretty articulate, um, but I just know that like he would be too nervous and like too shy to like put himself forward to even like do that and to stand up. And that's one of one of the things. So I put the question, like, what do you see in other kids that like you wish that as a parent, like your kids could be like or that you're jealous of other parents for having kids that are like that. And as you mentioned before we get on air, a lot of the stuff skews a little bit younger. Right. Like so a lot of it was I wish, you know, my kids slept in or slept longer or it was an issue to put them to bed and every parent deals with that and some of it was like i wish my kid ate more but there were some stuff or were less picky eaters but there was some stuff like i wish my kid was a little bit less shy or like right. would take more risks or was more independent right and that's the kind of stuff where it's not just you know little kid stuff where you're like trying to teach them how to be a human it's like watching their personalities emerge and you're like for them to be like fully realized human beings who are like successful and stuff like you're you're curious about how they're going to turn out, but you're also like, you know, I wish my kid was like a voracious reader and right. was into that stuff or was a, like a gifted speaker or whatever. And when you see other kids do that, you're, it's not theoretical anymore. You're like, shit, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe I could have done something to make this happen. Well, this is well, this is what's interesting about this particular topic, because I, I think the exa- it actually this is that speech and that girl, um, uh, my daughter's friend is exactly what what caused me to spark because it there you know outside of that particular speech and just in, in general obviously she's incredibly intelligent um you know there there's like that's i i don't envy you know or like the you know her per- particular personality is very particular and that, that's yeah, great yeah. for her but it's just one of those things where i'm like oh if i could just pick like these things from this person i mean you put my daughter my middle daughter in any situation and she she just is amazing you know what i mean like so on that end it's it's incredible like she just she's very like uh gregarious and she has a lot of friends and that's amazing right and 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 my god we're so lucky that that's the case but 
But like when it comes to like school and reading and stuff yeah. like that, like it's just like, you know, it's like every day just trying to like, hey, how's it going? How's the book coming along? Like, oh, you didn't do anything. Oh, you had to do something else. Like it's just a slog to try and get her so, focused on this stuff. Do you ever find yourself comparing those traits or like being jealous? Like your 13 year old is like very industrious and like right. independent and has her own career already. Right. Do you ever are you do you ever are you ever like oh I wish she was like more gregarious like my ten year old or you wish your ten year old was more like industrious like because I see like my oldest is like he's a little anxious and doesn't like take a lot of risks whereas my five year old is very happy go lucky and nothing really seems to get to him too much and I definitely am like I wish my ten year old had some of that in yeah. him right yeah yeah and yeah and then yeah. I'm like with my five year old I'm like oh you know I wish he would you know be interested in reading the way that my ten year old is that kind of stuff right. Right. You do that amongst your own. Yeah. Kids. I mean, that's it. Right. Like that's it, it's funny how you there are certain things. And what's I think this is part of the I think basically it's it's part of just recognizing that if you, these things are going to happen where you're going to look at someone, you'd be like, oh, my God, that is incredible. How did they get to that place? Yes. Right. And and then. You know, like I'm extremely proud of, of all my kids. And but, you know, just each one of them has something you know, uh, except for my son, but, um, you know, just, they all have a magic spark. Uh, I mean, you know, when I say all of them, two of them have a magic spark and one of them, we don't know, right? Like we, that's why you have, that's why you have multiple kids. Honestly, it's just, it's called redundancy. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there, there is definitely like, uh, yeah, my middle daughter is way more chill, uh, which, yeah, I like, yeah. If you could go back and you knew, what your kids were going to be like before you had them. Would you have continued to have three or would you have had like a genetic engineer <laughs> them all to be the best ultimate Anderson child like Voltron? Like oh, that's all a good, their best traits together in one child. Oh, I see. Interesting. The hard hitting. So you mean stuff. you mean you mean a child that eats three breakfasts, uh, uh, <laughs> is industrious, <laughs> yeah. is a huge asshole to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But knowing my luck, that's exactly what would happen. Is it was like it would be like the movie Twins, and I'd get you know the Danny DeVito <laughs> character, and then the Arnold Schwarzenegger would be someone else. But um, no, I. I I I like it actually. I really like the the spread, and I think it's really interesting. They they really complement each other, and uh, it's just yeah. I mean, there are these times uh, where there's just certain things. You know, you just you can't help it. It's just these little things where you're like, oh man, couldn't you just do this? Or what happened over here? Like, man, what if I should I have like pushed more on this or should i have taken the my foot off the gas on that and so well, she that person know. would you're be this way no you yeah. we're never gonna know we've talked about this i've talked about this in my blog many times you and i have talked about this like you're not gonna know even if you know whether your kids turn out well or not you're not gonna know what parts of it you were responsible for like right. which one of your parenting techniques actually resulted in the positive thing or the negative thing, you're not going to know. Yeah. You just kind of have a general sense of yourself, like, oh, I did this well or I didn't. But the nature versus nurture thing, yeah. how can you tell? Well, I'm I'm going to be able to tell because if you just – I found if you just scream the same question over and over again, like, which one was it? Which – what did I do? If yeah, you do that you. enough, it's sort of the answer like sort of reveals itself. You I, scared I me. You scared me so much about failing at soccer that I became great at soccer. You're like – Exactly. Have a <laughs> is the whole point.
Exactly. Is that fast or slow? Is it fast or slow? <laughs> I watched that scene again recently. He gets slapped in the face a couple of times. That's what I do to my kids. Doesn't well, work. And what's the what's the name of that actor that that like is in every movie but like nobody knows who that is? J.K. Simmons, the guy. No. Yeah, no, everybody knows J.K. Simmons. I'm talking Miles about Miles Teller. Kid. Miles Teller, yeah. Jeez. You don't that, know who that, that is? That, that, I gotta I gotta go to Wikipedia and look that He's up. He's playing Goose's son in the forthcoming uh, Top Gun sequel. Ugh, I don't. We don't need that. You know what? We don't need a 90 year old uh, pilot. Who does his own stunts? First of all, he looks younger than your six-year-old. <laughs> it's amazing. Scientology does wonders for your skin. Yes, Let me tell you that, right. and that shitload, shitload of plastic surgery. All right, so um, I do want to get into a, a few of the comments that people left. So as I said, a bunch of people said that they're jealous of parents whose kids sleep in. Yeah. I have friends who. So my big argument with my with my ten-year-old who wants to stay up later yeah. is. You don't sleep any later. So right, if he right, lets right. you stay up until like 10, you need to sleep until 8. But it doesn't matter if he goes to bed at midnight, at 2 in the morning, or at 7 p.m. at night. He's still getting up at 6, 6.30. I'm just going to say this. Uh, sleep, there's no doubt sleep will always happen. He's a preteen right now. Once yeah. it, he's going to have another yeah. year or two. In another year or two, you're not going to be able to wake him up because just that that's just what's going to happen. So that's what happened to my older She'd sleep all day if she could. I remember I had conversations. I have a brother who's 10 years older than me, and I remember I had conversations with him. Um, and I used to make fun of him for sleeping so late. And he's like, you're going to fucking do it too. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then let it, you know what? Lo and behold, I was sleeping yeah. at like 1 o'clock on Saturdays. It's yeah. glorious. It was yeah, glorious. Yeah, it is glorious. And then, and then it, luckily, the good news is is it uh, eventually stopped when you entered your 40s. Yes, it did. And now my children don't let me sleep late, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. What I thanks. would give to sleep till one o'clock. Actually, got kind of gross, gross to sleep. Like you wake up, it's like the middle of the day. I'm not <laughs> it is kind of that weird, horrible feeling. Yeah. So um, Megan underscore Billing said that she, she's jealous of parents whose kids sleep in their own bed. Well, you know what, Megan? Maybe you shouldn't have uh, uh, broken the seal on the co-sleeping and it wouldn't happen. That's what people say to me. If I post something on Instagram about like how my kids co-sleep a little bit, and people in the comments would just get all self-righteous and be like, well, you shouldn't have never, I never let my kids in my bed, and it never happened. They're basically, fuck you. You know what? Fuck you. All right? This is the kind, this is the kind of stuff you don't have to deal with because you're not a, a mogul, an influencer mogul on Instagram, Pete. You'll never know the yeah. struggle. Yeah, no, I know. I, I I live vicariously through you and your your massive uh, empire that you've amassed. But so, so I wrote a, I wrote a comment about how I have it. Like I I I thought jokingly, clearly jokingly referred to it as a social media empire, and a bunch of people called me, "Oh, you're an empire." I'm like, dude, that was that was the whole point of calling it an empire was that it's an absurd concept. You sons of bitch. See again. God, yeah. Now now you're you already worked up. Yeah, exactly. So a bunch of people said that they wish their kids were less picky. Again, this is the kind of thing where, like, when they're really young, most kids are picky on some level, except for, you know, Karen's kids who fucking eat sushi. Shut up, Karen. Right. But later in life, like, I was a very picky eater eater as a kid, and I'm not anymore. There's a couple of things I don't I just don't like because my parents psychologically abused me and forced me to eat them as a child. And now I just can't without, like, shaking. Um, But I'm much more adventurous and will eat. Again, this is the kind of thing, like, when they're teenagers, when they're older – that kind of stuff goes by the wayside a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to behavior, this is the kind of stuff we're going to see on vacation where you're going to be like at a there restaurant. And somebody was like, um, 
you know, I wish my kids would like be able to sit at a restaurant without a tablet or whatever. And then someone in the comments, I swear to God, somebody's going to be like, maybe if you didn't give them a tablet the first time and you taught them the art of conversation, this would be shut up. You know what? Sometimes yeah. when you go somewhere, you need to give them a tablet so you can have a little bit of time. But I do think, you know, the sooner they learn to exist like at a table without yes. that kind of thing, the better yeah. off you're going to be. Um but it's hard and it's not – some of it's the parent's fault. Some of it's definitely the kid's fault and I'm going to blame it on the kid. Yeah, I think it's easier if we just blame the kid. Yeah, I, I I find it easier if I just take the blame from me and I live my right. best life by putting it on <laughs> someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like I yes. want to do me and I want you to do you but I want you to do it over there quietly but then also somehow transmute all of my desires into you. So is that so hard? God. I don't, I don't understand God why people have such, such trouble doing that. I don't it's know. Really frustrating. Oh, I like I like this one. Uh big tree little tree says uh their kids aren't clingers. So I don't know if 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 they're referring to like kids that are their kids are actually clingers so that they're jealous of kids that aren't because I've seen you know what I mean like I've yeah, seen that I where they mean yeah because I mean it's it's hard you go to a party and for fucking two hours you're just sitting there and the kids yeah. just like wrapped around your leg and you're like yeah just like I've I that I don't have kids like that and actually I'm, I'm that's a good one because I'm like thank thank God so I don't funny. Because I put those two in a row. So Big Tree, Little Tree said their kids aren't clingers. And P.T. Hawana said their kids stay with them instead of running off. So she wishes her kids were a little uh, bit more clingy okay. yeah, because yeah, she's yeah. nervous. So that's when you need to get the leash, right? So they can't get far, right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, you get that little leash on. It's perfect. These and are everyone. solvable problems. You got to <laughs> yeah. listen to the Dad and Barry podcast. Me and Pete, no. Just yeah, get the exactly. leash. Um, so Brooke Borda-Babin said kids who listen. Again, this is the kind of thing, the phase, the age yeah. the kids are, you're, every parent is going to run into this. Unless, I guess there are kids out there who are like super well-behaved and listen to their parents and respectful and stuff. They're usually not your kids. They're somebody no. else's, which is kind of this whole thing. That's true. Well, I was going to say, like, I, uh, one, of, one of my colleagues that I work with has, he is an older kid and, um, because he's older, he was having a conversation on speakerphone, which uh, was intensely irritating. However, he was talking yeah. with his daughter, um, and I've, I was like, wait, that was your daughter and not a paid actor? Just, oh, <laughs> yes, just like so sweet on the phone. And, you know, the dad just kind of giving his daughter like all these instructions like, oh, well, apparently electricity went out. So she's having her check all these things. OK, check that. Now I'm going to check this just one after another. Did you do that? Yes. I, yep. OK. No, this very sweet. And literally, you know, they ended it with like, love. oh, I love you, too. I love you. But and I'm like, what the what the hell is that? <laughs> Who is that person? And just like just the nature of how like receptive she was right to you his like, rather i mean i gotta be honest with you he wasn't tiptoeing he was he was pretty like straight blunt like he was like yeah check this check that not could you please and right. she's just it was the most sweet like response coming back she and wrestling against it she was like yep yep let's do it no and so like, oh, yeah, i know so then what I immediately i did is i just internalized it and now i hate him so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fine. I hate him too. If that makes yeah. you feel any better. Yeah. So one thing I did want to mention, I thought is that is, so we have a little section here called going places where somebody was like similar to being able to go to a restaurant and like now my kid can sit there and not need a tablet. Um, 
Mama Marion says kids who will just sit at the beach and play in the sand instead of running straight into the waves. Um, Adrienne, Adriana Bit said, when it looks easy for people to take their kids places, and I put you know, emphasis on looks, right? Because a lot of this is like when we go to the beach and we see strange stranger families and stuff like that, right, at a restaurant, you're only seeing the, like a, a bit of it, right? And it's, you know, just the same as like social media, you're seeing a curated portion. It's a little bit different out in public, but odds are, even if they're doing something really well and they seem really well behaved, when they get back inside or whatever, the kids are doing something wrong. There's no perfect kids out there. So that's right. It's a trade-off and you're getting little glimpses you can't ever really know, but it is always important to point out those glimpses and show your kids and say, see how much yeah. better they are than you? Why yeah, can't you be like that? Exactly. That's why I've trained my family. So when we go to the beach, there's a lot of laughing and hugging. And what we try and do is we basically try and make direct eye contact. With kids that have, yeah. And just <laughs> what we'll do is we'll slowly move over near them. I mean, obviously socially distanced, but then sometimes we'll just have a wonderful family moment and then and then we get back home and it's you goddamn I told you smile more in that picture but you know what you can bond over the fact that you've made some other family feel worse about themselves. well no that's how we uh that's I like how we, it because I know I, one of your big philosophies is to weaponize parents yeah like the way that you not only do that internally within your own family but you also use your family and you weaponize it against exactly. other people's families listen what, what is this life if not to go around weaponizing things that probably shouldn't be weaponized? I so love it. You know what? It's one yeah. of the things that you and I, we really connect over. Hey, listen, if North Korea can do it or maybe not do it, depending, <laughs> so can I. Yeah. I also model my parenting uh, techniques on North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big philosophy that uh, has been instilled in, into me. So. So another thing that so I mentioned, I was in Connecticut this weekend and my brother and his kids were there. So my kids got to like play with some kids their own age, or at least my youngest, because my brother's kids are, are younger than my even my youngest. But my youngest was having a great time with his cousin. They're five and three. Um, and I have a lot of friends who have big cousin families and a bunch of the responses to my question is like, what are you jealous of? Is parents were like, you know, kids who have cousins to play with. And this is mm. sort of the same thing, like extension of the village right where we have family who can take care of our kids i was thinking about this like when i go to the beach with my kids or when i was at the pool this weekend they're looking at me to like come in and play with them yeah totally. the pool. at the beach it's even worse they want me to like build sand castles and all that kind of shit and i wish sometimes they had other kids to play with their own age they could do that with because god knows as siblings they don't really do that too well they yeah have their totally. moments, but lately it's been horrible but a lot of people, I think, were like jealous of seeing other families that have yeah. not only siblings who get along, but like but age. networks. Yeah, well, just that like similar ages. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's the thing is like we're we're gonna go see uh, a family, uh, friends of ours that have uh, kids that are similar ages, and they all just kind of pack up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, and the way yeah. it goes generally, we're gonna be with them for like about a week, and the way it work is they'll pack up thick as thieves, and then around about Thursday some kind of drama will cause yeah. some sort of <laughs> nuclear meltdown where everyone's screaming and crying and then they'll come up, come back together like 20 minutes later and be playing yeah. you know Mario Kart but uh you know well my my oldest daughter is actually with her cousins in in Connecticut uh the, today it's been it's oh, been wow. great and it is good it is good to have that for sure and i think that's the other thing uh that i was thinking about which is sometimes, just sometimes, you see a personality trait in another kid that you're like, 
God, I'm so glad <laughs> my kids aren't like that, not right? Like, like, yeah. Um, not not uh, not too long ago, there was a. Uh, actually, it was funny. My older uh, daughter graduated, so she's going into high school, and so I was at her graduation as well. And uh, you know, we were taking pictures. Everyone's taking pictures and whatnot. Um, and this one boy, her a friend of hers, um, or I don't know if necessarily if it was just part of her class, just his parents were there and we're like oh everyone's taking pictures and we're like should we take a picture you guys and man the the stink eye that this kid gave like us like my wife and i for like suggesting to take pictures and then of course the parents were like yeah let's try it he was so like he was such a dick about everything i was like yo whoa okay like just straight up just like a dick like oh yeah like really like this sucks. Like oh god, you know. And then you, you went just home like, and you were like hugged your kids. You're like, I'm glad you're not like that. Yeah, actually, I was. I was. I was glad that uh, that for just that one moment. Yeah, that's all it takes sometimes to get by. Yeah. Just those moments. Just yeah. like seeing another kid that's worse than yours can really fill your heart with joy. Yeah, it can just I, get. Oh, thank you, God. I've done at least one thing. So we got you mentioned the personality trait thing. We talked about it a little bit earlier. So this is getting away from some of the behavioral stuff that I think is just inherent to younger kids. Um, in a lot of ways, they kind of grow out of. But the personality stuff is the stuff that, like, as they get older, you're looking to see, like, oh, what kind of person are they going to be? You know, are they going to be like me? Are they going to be like my mom? Or are they going to be like this kid next door who's better than all of us? I don't right. know. What did I do wrong? Um, and a bunch of people did say, like, the shy thing, like I mentioned earlier, um, Sing H. Vishu said she wishes she sometimes she wishes she had a kid that wasn't shy. And again, it's not I don't think because I have the same thought sometimes. It's not so much that like, oh, she's like, it's a drag that my kid is shy. It's more like it would be better for him. Right. If he were less shy. Right. Like yeah, yeah. And it's like sometimes you're watching your kid or you're watching other kids who have like no problem mingling or like stepping or like having fun. Right. Like having, having fun. fun. Right. They're a little bit more trepidatious or like anxious about like putting their foot forward or trying something they haven't tried before. A couple of people said that or like, you know, uh, Candace Higgs, I have an anxious child, so she's jealous of parents with calm, flexible, easily adaptable kids. Like my 10 year old is not super adaptable and like it's hard to get him to try stuff, even though we know he will like it once he kind of right. gets over the hump and gives it a try. And it's it's it sucks to see other kids doing that so easily like you will enjoy life more if you're like able to get past this kind of thing right right well no that's key i mean like that's that's it right like it's just that you know i know you will be able you know you, it's going to benefit you in the long run if yes. you can just you know kind of kind of um stick with it like even you know like the the reading thing for me for sure for for my kids um uh certainly my my younger kids just be, you know, because I don't know, our, my, our first daughter, older daughter was, uh, you know, we, we had the time, I guess, yes. to basically not have her on the iPad all the time. Also, yeah. it wasn't a thing when she was born, right? Yeah. Like, so, so, you know, exponentially we've like put the, and we tried as long as we possibly could to not put them Hold in on. front. Yeah. But then of course you, you know, you then you have you find yourself on a plane and you're like oh yes. well like there's no way that we're not or like you find yourself at a restaurant or something like that and you're like look 
I just like I need this. Like I yes. need to put my ma- my my oxygen mask on first before I help it. you. Be- well, just because otherwise I'm going to do it's shaken baby syndrome everywhere. Like I'm gonna shake everyone's Yikes. baby at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna so, run around uh, the restaurant shaking. Yeah, baby. yeah, just <laughs> yeah, and not in like a cool, fun, political way, like no. a really angry, dangerous way yeah. that's not good and that they tell you about when you first have a baby. But that's the yeah. thing, right? So like, we know all of this. Like when 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 our when our wives are pregnant with like the first kid, we kind of know all this, and we're like, all right, I want to like engender these traits. I want to do this. And then when you're in the trenches, especially when you have more than one kid, and like real life is coming at you, you don't always react in the way that you know. Like I'm supposed to react this way so that it like makes my kid understand that like they can right. take risks, but they'll still be safe or whatever. Instead, you like scream at them because you're scared what they're doing is gonna get them hurt. And then all of a sudden you've given them a complex and now they're too scared to like speak in front of class at fifth grade graduation. You look like a fool in front of all these other accomplished children who can do it. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, a wise man said everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? And I I constantly am saying that particular saying and looking directly into my kids' eyes as they as they scratch their faces and go, What are you talking about, Dad? Jesus. Every every baby has a plan until you shake the hell out of them, right? (laughs) (laughs) What are you gonna do now, baby? Jesus, Mike. (laughs) Please. But I did I I kind of appreciate I gotta be honest with you. I was like I was into it for a half second, but um So um so Amanda Hot complained about or again she didn't complain i'm the complainer but she's jealous of of parents whose kids are nicer than hers and again the like manners is one thing but like i feel like it's not necessarily that the kids are nicer it's that like in the moment that you're seeing them they yeah. know Eddie haskling they know how to fake it they yes. know how to put on appearances right kids aren't that nice and they're and and most kids i think are 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 savvy enough or for whatever reason, we all see this. So, like, better behaved in a lot of cases with people outside their family. And when yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a safe space. They're much more familiar. They're more right. likely to like snap at you and stuff. So, like, niceness, I think, can be an illusion. I'm not saying Amanda Hot's friends aren't nice, um, but that's well, honest. that's that. <laughs> let's be honest. Come on. But that's <laughs> kind of that's why I thought it was so interesting with this kid at this graduation who was such a just an openly just a total dick. And yes. And then I was, did a little bit of research and found out, yeah, that was, it's serious. But um, <laughs> but but actually, it's so funny. So my my brother has three daughters, and they're older, um, sort of more in the range of my oldest daughter, who's 13 now. And uh, I'd only ever seen them, they're my nieces, and I'd only ever seen them just be so like lovely and sweet and nice yeah. and polite and whatnot. And I swear to God, this it was this trip. I I'd never seen it. Like I was about to tell them to knock the shit off. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like. Yeah. Guys, you, you it's like you stop being such a dick. Like just move over. You know what I mean? And then it well, was, was like that a relief t- for you. Yeah, like, totally. It was, finally, it was shaking so, the armor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was actually pretty interesting to see. And then I had the double whammy of my daughter, my 13-year-old, gets introduced to someone who was visiting my brother, came up, stopped by, or neighbor, or whatever. And oh my God, if my daughter wasn't just like, oh my gosh, how are you? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, I don't even know who this and person. And then that person, that person leaves, and it's like, he's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a young woman. Exactly. Yeah. So what I did is I chased that person down, and I, I had him <laughs> fill out a survey. I sent him a survey to me. I was like, tell me yeah, what notarized. you thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, this is my daughter's like that the whole time. Please tell everyone. Um, you know. 
So uh, the next category was the athletic one, which we touched upon a little bit easier where, and it's just, it's not just athletics, right? It's like when you see some other kid with some kind of like particular talent, you know, whether it's dominating the clarinet, like I did when I was a child or be, you know, being really athletic. And there's some kids who can just, I mean, even you knew them growing up that like whatever sport they played, they were great at, right? Like it didn't matter. Natural Um, athlete. Yeah. And it's like, this is the kind of the dream because you want your kid to, to get you a scholarship and to buy you a house later when they make it to the pros. And then when they don't right. do that, you're like, it's not my fault that I'm too short for the NBA. It's your fault that right. you didn't practice shooting enough. Exactly. And then you start listing off the heights of the shortest NBA players. And yeah. you say, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could okay. Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, exactly. But when um, you blew it. You didn't yeah. have to drive, and that's not your mom and I, mine's fault. It's your own. You know, it's it's it is interesting. It's funny. Uh, my older daughter was is was in a path for a ballet for a long time, and and was dancing with the New York City Ballet. So it was amazing, yep. and 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 was pro- actually professional. She was paid for it, um, as were a lot of other kids. But but uh, so and and a lot of people are like, oh, that requires a lot of athleticism which was always my big thing because <laughs> i think what it was more was just dedication and hard yeah. work to be honest with you and it wasn't because man if you throw a ball or kick a ball to her it's it's like huh really ballet, huh? Okay. <laughs> interesting whereas my middle daughter is sorry, like sorry. i is the fastest i mean throwing a ball kicking a ball like running just like the natural mechanics are just so right. there, and it's amazing to actually watch her. She's actually the fastest. Or what did she say? She was the fastest during like recess. They had a a competition with all the kids, the fastest kid at school. So not just so between the guys as well. So of of wow. the boys and the girls, she was actually the fastest, or or maybe as fast as as one of the boys. But so the point is, is that it. It's funny how these things, and then of course, um, you know, my son. I don't know. Maybe next time, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe, <laughs> the next less said about his speed, the better, <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof, athleticism. He definitely inherited it all from me. He inherited it all from me. So, yeah. So, but okay. it is, it is always amazing when you like meet a kid who. So we have some friends, and they know like all the kids at our school and stuff, and they're often like pointing out kids who are like particularly good at certain things and you're like wow like these kids really sound special how come i never encounter these kids and i'm starting to think they're making up these children oh yeah i mean i think that's the other thing parents beware of fake children <laughs> that's really one thing you got because a lot of there's a lot of talk say, about yeah. oh this person is so good at this you know what question your kids a little harder they're like paper tigers it'll it'll come yeah, right it'll down crumble yeah. We all know the truth. There right? is no Not Julian, that. is there? Julian's just a figment of your imagination. Julian. Okay. Yeah. So um, one of the, the – it got a little bit – some of the serious responses we got. So um, about, like, parents who kind of wish, like, that their kids – some parents were like, oh, I wish my kids were more better behaved in school because my kid has – ADHD, right? So like you're dealing with with some of those trouble where they're they're not focusing in school. Um, Brendan J. McDonald said he's jealous of kids that your parents who have kids that can relax and chill because his kid has ADHD or I don't even know that his his kid has ADHD, but my kid has ADHD and he is if he's not occupied, 
at all times, that can be like really exhausting. Somebody else mentioned that, you know, one of their kids, um, they wishes their kids sometimes didn't have like um, sensory issues, right? Because it's exhausting for the parents. And this, not only is it exhausting for the parents, like it's exhausting for the kid, right? Like kid who has anxiety, like some of these people were like, I'm jealous of parents whose kids don't have ADHD or oppositional defiance disorder, or it's just harder on the parent, emotionally harder on the kid. And then there are a handful of people who said, um, like Parker Paradise is jealous of parents who don't have kids with life-threatening conditions who can live normal lives. And, you know, okay. I, was at, I was at a party um, for my kid's graduation and I was talking to another parent and he has a kid who was graduating with my son. She's 10. And he has a younger kid who is like in a wheelchair and nonverbal and has to go to like a gifted school. And he has, he struggles with his daughter sometimes because she's like, doesn't get enough attention. He's like, we just have to devote so much attention to the right. younger kid for his like well-being and health. And Parker Paradise, I think, is just like, you know, other parents who you see with, you know, so-called normal, who knows? Everybody's situation is different. You don't know everybody's circumstances, but the stress it puts on the parents and the kid who have kind of conditions, like my son, not comparing it to anything else, but like has a tree nut allergy. And it's not even anywhere near as bad as like a peanut allergy, but just like being on alert about that. Sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I didn't have to deal with that. I know with your daughter, yeah. I'm sure like the epilepsy thing is in the back of your mind sometimes, right? So like yeah. every parent wishes, you know, their kid had a clean bill of health and you didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Um, but the good news is with that stuff, it's not really the parent's fault. That's all on the yeah. kid. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like, of course, the kid chose a stupid nut allergy, you idiot. You know what I mean? Just stop being allergic honestly, is what I say a lot of snowflakes, the time. snowflakes. Yeah. Eat no, more I, tree nuts when you're a baby so you can get used to it, okay? Yeah, exactly. Or actually, you know what? Hey, mom, listen, when you're pregnant, eat a bunch of tree nuts. Get a bunch of p mangoes and papayas. I should have been, when she was like, get me some Ben and Jerry's, I should have been, no, you're eating fucking walnuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get used to it. <laughs> yeah, walnut paste and papayas and mangoes and other things that are people. Do your kids to. eat a lot of fruit? Uh, yes, no, but like certain kind, not like they're not adventurous with fruit, but they're, they're, we have like a spectrum of like from bananas to strawberries and, and apples and stuff like, yeah, but not like, like fruit is a pretty safe thing to be adventurous with, but my kid, I don't eat any fruit. I'm not a fruit guy at all. Um, oh, I like fruit. Yeah. Fruit, fruit's good. I mean, I, I like, um, yeah, but you just kind of stick. I find I stick to the lakes and the rivers that I'm used to. You know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah, to, it's hard to like be like. I wonder if the mango this time is going to be right. You know, because just so many times, like, oh, a pear. We've never done pears. Like that's just something. You know, just oh, my kids love pears. I know, but it's just out the normal spectrum of of what we normally right. get. They're not one of the, like the main ones. Pears are trash. Let's just get it out there. They're trash. So they can be trash. Oh, and by the way. They're not only can they be trash, and the reason they're trash is because there is a window of like 45 minutes that you can. Yeah, yeah, I know. Where like, like they're too yeah. hard, and then immediately they're just all of a sudden like just this disgusting open sore. That's what she said. Like, yeah. Um. So I wanna, I wanna. Why did you just quote waterfalls? Like, did you hear that song recently? That's literally one of my go-to phrases for everything I do in my life. I just but say. But you learned the phrase from the song. Of course. Yeah. And I always stick to uh, the lakes jam. and the rivers that I'm used to. And I never go chasing waterfalls. But that was your jam like back in high school? You just loved 
Waterfalls by TLC? No, I just loved using that one phrase, and it just got me so much uh, social credit, basically, I no. guess is the word to say. <laughs> Invited to parties, prom king, like just everything. Prom People, king, often yeah. the phrase that you plagiarized and passed off as your own? Or would you say, as my friend, like, left eye or... Yeah. <laughs> They'd say, like, oh, my God, he's using... Waterfalls. He's using this really obscure like, <laughs> lyrics... And he's sort of bringing into real life, and he's making us think about it. Let's get him, and but then you know, and the then they would stuff me into the locker, and then I'd pretend I'd be like, "Well, I'm prom king in here," and they say, the "Shut up in there." It's about drug addiction, I believe, right? I you know what? what about. So you <clears throat> it's were hard, basically it's telling hard your to tell. classmates, you know, stick to like pot, don't get into the hard drugs. Also, it's one of my favorite <laughs> phrases to use at work just to really single someone out in a meeting and just really shut them down. I'm like, you know what, Sally or Greg with three Gs? So why when don't somebody's you... like getting too big for the britches, you're like... No, not even. If someone has just an idea that I want that I think is really good, I just say, you know what, why don't you stick to the lakes and the rivers that you're used to, okay? And then you just, steal that idea. You know, I'll go, I'll be the one going after the waterfalls. Do you understand me, Greg with three Gs? Sally? Oh, oh so wow. So the son that you murdered or abandoned yeah. is now works where you work at the right? airport yes that's right that <laughs> i was legally able to uh yes. are you sure that this child did not run away after you, you quoted tlc too frequently <laughs> there is a a very good chance honestly mike it is amazing that i found a mate uh someone to be with uh who hasn't already uh, decided just to pack it in i know my kids are thinking about it every day uh, whenever they wake up, they have this adorable little phrase. Like, oh, out of here. No, they say this guy again. And then take they, it easy, big fella. Yeah. yeah, they say take it easy. Well, that's yeah, exactly. It's all led by the. I I won't know. lie. I'm fascinated. It's the first time I've ever heard you use that phrase, and I know for a fact that it is because there's no way I wouldn't have called it out <laughs> the other time if I had ever heard it before. Um, you know, so I'm just you know yeah. I'm unpeeling I'm pe unpeeling the layers of Pete. Much oh my like God, it is. It is an onion. Okay, fine. It's an avocado. But look. You don't unpeel an avocado. I know because yeah. it's right there. It's all right there just under the skin until you get to the big dark pit in the middle. Wow. Well, all right, everybody. Hard. Well, listen. And that <laughs> wraps up another episode of Dad and Buried with your good friend Pete. Oh, and Mike's here too. Yeah. A.K.A. Dad and Buried. The, re oh the, the man, the title of the AKA. damn thing. The, the damn yeah, podcast. The damn podcast, exactly. How many people Whose whole think? family is basically Ann Buried. You're going to have to, <laughs> when your brother starts his podcast, he's going to have to be Uncle brother and Barry. Barry. How yeah. many people do you think listen to this podcast and they're jealous of our kids for being so perfect? Uh, a, an absolute shit ton. I mean, this is the thing. First of all, we're absolutely massive in Belarus. So that's oh, wow. that where nice. no. we're the top three dad podcasts in Belarus. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, we are. And we are in, in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. We are the third lowest dad podcasts. <laughs> and there's only uh, there's only four. So it's, it's tough. Well, Western it's Australia tough. loves me. I don't know if New Zealand is on the west side of the east. I think it's the west side of Australia, right? So maybe that's where the connection is. Maybe that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to all our Kiwi friends, 
you know? Oh, yeah. We never Oops. told people Oops. that they can listen to us wherever they're listening to us right now. Just you yeah, were already I, I, that's my favorite stuff. thing. Hey, that's listen to us. You can listen to us on iTunes. Yeah, no shit, dude. Well, Thanks. we would love a review and a subscription and for you to tell your friends um, that if they want to get a load of a podcast with a bunch of dads with kids, this is the one. And then if, you're, <laughs> if, if your friend says, how many is a bunch? And you say two. You know what? Just just immediately be like, that's also considered a bunch. It is. And then your friend will say, no, I think that's a couple. And you'll say, and shut you up. you say, hey, friend, why don't you stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're using? Yeah, exactly. Let me chase the waterfalls, okay? Greg? Unbelievable. All right. But, yeah, we would love, absolutely love, love a review. Yes, we would love a review. And you a know what I mean? Subscription. And check us just, out on YouTube. If you want. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do it or don't. I don't know. Whatever, don't man. Care. We're going to do this anyway, so. Yeah. We're going to do it anyway. So there we go. But Whether you we like all, it or not. But we love it, and we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you, see you next, next time. time.